This is 105.9 The Region, where parents talk and explore practical, proactive, and evidence-based solutions. This is Where Parents Talk with Leanne Castellino. It's great to have you along here on Where Parents Talk on 105.9 The Region. I'm your host, Leanne Castellino, and each week we strive to share a little parenting wisdom through science, evidence, and the lived experience of our guests, who are thought leaders in the parenting space. On the show today, a life skill that is increasingly in the news because of the global pandemic and the economic upheaval it has caused for individuals, families, corporations, and countries. Money management or financial literacy is all about having the tools to make informed decisions when it comes to spending, saving, budgeting, investing, and more. Our guest has deep expertise in the areas of literacy skills development, public policy, and the nonprofit sector. Alison Howard is the executive director of ABC Life Literacy Canada, a nonprofit focused on supporting organizations that promote adult learning. Alison is also a mother of one, and she joins us today from Guelph, Ontario. Thank you so much for taking the time. My pleasure. Thank you for having me. So it would seem to most people that every day is Financial Literacy Day. It's part of every month of the year. But in fact, November is dedicated to financial literacy. So I'd like to start by asking you, what do you believe that young adults need to know generally about financial literacy today? It's very important to be able to plan ahead these days more than ever. And that's really the mark. It's one of the marks of moving from childhood to adulthood, isn't it? To be able to look past impulse buys and to be able to plan ahead and to save and to look towards uh, larger and longer term goals for your finances. And I know not all adults do that, but it is a, a mark of transition to move from that childhood state when we uh, can have things that you want if you want them and have the ability to achieve them, but then moving towards longer term goals and setting financial objectives for yourself. And to your point, so much of this has been even more pronounced as a result of the global pandemic. So in what ways would you say that the pandemic has specifically impacted the topic of financial literacy and how your organization goes about teaching it and how it is learned? Right. Well, we know that with all of the uh, workplace shutdowns that happened during the pandemic, these have all had a negative effect on the ability of adults in particular, but also some youth to participate in learning and training opportunities that often happen through your workplace. Um, because a lot of learning is done informally in the workplace, so without that ability to attend work, you you are losing a lot of these opportunities for learning. And these are not going to be easily recovered, and these are going to be felt both in terms of businesses' productivity and also in terms of workers' wages in the future. So ABC Life Literacy Canada has a solution for this. We have quite a number of resources uh, there are some that are available for free online from our skills hub. And then there are other opportunities that are often available in communities and workplaces and through partner organizations that offer workshops and will uh, help learners go through paper-based workbooks and uh, provide that in-person learning and training opportunities if that's a preference. But there are also opportunities to learn at your own 
pace and in the privacy of your own home through our learning hub. Now, one of those programs, as I understand it, is called Money Matters, um, which started in 2011 and has reached uh, somewhere in excess of 80,000 adult learners. Could you take us through what Money Matters looks like and what is involved in the structure of that program? Absolutely. So Money Matters is a free introductory financial literacy program. It's aimed to help learners build their confidence and reduce anxiety around managing their money. And so, as you said, we've had it for quite a number of years now. And um, this is a program that we offer with support from our founding sponsor, TD Bank Group. And we also enjoy the luxury of having the TD staff, all of them volunteer to be uh, trainers. They help us deliver workshops in person for Money Matters program. So it was written with the adult learner in mind, and it does use uh, introductory language. So it really targets a grade six to eight uh, reading level. So it's very approachable. There's lots of discussion-based activities. There's a glossary of financial terminology, lots of different topics. So uh, these are very short programs you can do fairly quickly. They cover topics such as spending plans, uh, banking basics, borrowing money, ways to save, smart shopping, all very practical, useful, everyday type activities. Uh, so you can either access these resources online, or as I say, when you are accessing a workshop, these are often delivered through our uh, partner organizations, through their staff, or with the support from the volunteers from TD. This is Where Parents Talk here on 105.9 The Region. I'm Leanne Castellino in conversation with Alison Howard, Executive Director of ABC Life Literacy Canada, talking about money management and financial literacy. Now, Alison, when you talk about having a program whose focus in part is really to reduce the anxiety that's being felt by adult learners in this case, what would you say are the root causes of that anxiety among these learners? What is causing that? There is some anxiety around uh, returning to the classroom, if I can put it that way. Not everyone has a positive experience in their original education, their, their primary education experiences. So uh, making sure that people have the confidence that they see themselves as lifelong learners, that they can approach something new or something that they don't have familiarity with so far, or maybe not as much as they would like to, that they can learn new things, that they are certainly very capable of doing so. Uh, also, just to um, approach the, the stigma sometimes people have around you know, managing money. It's a, it's a very personal concern. And there's sometimes this expectation that, well, you're, you're an adult or you're close to adulthood. Uh, especially if you're employed, you should be able to manage your own money. And there's a stigma around asking for help around these kinds of things where if there's an expectation that you should know this or you feel like there's an expectation, then you don't want to ask for help and admit that that's something you'd like to know more about. So by offering these kinds of opportunities that are available from the comfort of your own home at your own pace and complete privacy, completely confidential, we are helping to remove that stigma and reduce that anxiety, especially for adult learners. You alluded to the pandemic, and one of the things that the pandemic certainly has done in many facets of society is expose gaps. And I'm curious as to what gaps do you believe, pain points do you believe that the pandemic has exposed as it relates to financial literacy uh, among adult learners specifically? 
Well, we do know that there are a number of different issues that individuals are facing when it comes to managing their money. First off is uh, we statistics. The research has shown us that over half of Canadians have numeracy skills that might be challenging them to manage their money. So they might struggle, for instance, with reading charts or uh, numbers and different kinds of information that you would find in, say, banking statements. We also know that uh, four in 10 Canadians report that money is a daily concern. Um, a third of low-income Canadians worry about money almost constantly. And less than half of Canadians work with a budget in their own personal finances. And these are pieces of research that we have found from before the pandemic. So this is only going to have been exacerbated, all these different kinds of issues. So we have gaps around the skills to undertake money management and, and to learn new skills, but also gaps around, uh, as I say, the anxiety and knowing what's gonna happen next with our jobs due to the pandemic. And also just those pieces around um, making sure that we're able to provide the information of where to go on next steps and to make sure that people know where to find help if they're looking for it. Now, you talked about money matters as being focused and being delivered from the viewpoint of a grade six to grade eight reading level. I wonder, ideally, when should financial literacy education begin in the home? And I understand that you're focused on adult learners, but when ideally, as a mother yourself, do you believe that this should be started in the home? Well, I think as soon as um, children are given money or asking about spending things, that's usually a good time to bring it up. And I wouldn't say it's a it's not a formal or an official type of a start date. Uh, when children can understand some use of numbers, um, usually we start with lower denominations such as coins, understanding the differences between different uh, uh, coins and different types of money. Then we can start talking about how you spend money, what's the difference, why is money important, and saving versus spending. And um, that's why we give children an allowance when they're very young, if we're able to, so that they can start to learn about managing money from small steps and to learn, well, if I spend my entire allowance right now, then I'll have nothing tomorrow and I might think of something else that I want or not able to plan ahead for something else that I want that might take two weeks or, or two months of of, um, uh, of allowance. So there's there's little lessons that we can teach all along the way uh, as our children's uh, ability to understand the concepts and as their desires to have, be more involved in managing money uh, grows with them. In what ways would you say that the pandemic has specifically impacted ABC Life Literacy and its financial literacy programming? Have you seen an increase in the number of people looking for support and for tools such as those that you provide? Yes, we certainly have. And it helped us move forward more quickly in all of our plans to move more of our materials online. So we've certainly seen a big increase in the demand, the interest for online materials. And uh, again, it really helps with those issues around privacy and confidentiality that they are available uh, for the taking for free. And we do, however, also recognize the importance of 
providing in-person training and using those different organizations in communities to help uh, share that and spread the information around and, and make sure that people have in-person support whenever they need them. Time for a quick break. When we come back here on Where Parents Talk, specific ways in which the pandemic has seemingly influenced financial matters across all age groups and sectors of society, and the confidence factor. Stay with us. Want to learn more about the show? Email info at whereparentstalk.com. Stick around. Leanne Castellino and Where Parents Talk will be right back on 105.9 The Region. Welcome back to Where Parents Talk. Listen live at 1059theregion.com. Here's Leanne Castellino. Thank you for joining us here on 1059 The Region. This is Where Parents Talk. I'm Leanne Castellino, and we're talking all things financial literacy with Allison Howard, Executive Director of ABC Life Literacy Canada. Allison, in what ways would you say that the pandemic has specifically impacted your organization and its financial literacy programming? Have you seen an increase in the number of people looking for support and for tools such as those that you provide? Yes, we certainly have. And it helped us move forward more quickly in all of our plans to move more of our materials online. So we've certainly seen a big increase in the demand, the interest for online materials. And uh, again, it really helps with those issues around privacy and confidentiality that they are available uh, for the taking for free. And we do, however, also recognize the importance of providing in-person training and using those different organizations in communities to help uh, share that and spread the information around and, and make sure that people have in-person support whenever they need them. So what would you suggest a path forward be for somebody who is struggling with their financial literacy or numeracy skills, as it were, in terms of a starting point to help them feel uh, empowered and supported in order to take the steps to move forward and, and learn more about this specific topic? Well, a great place to start is our Money Matters website. So that's abcmoneymatters.ca. Lots of different topics there, lots of different ideas on where to start. It might help to look through the different resources. There's many workbooks and different topics there to help uh, maybe jog your thinking a little bit in what kinds of areas you'd like help in. So, if, you know, if you hand someone a blank piece of paper and say, where would you like to start? Sometimes it's difficult. But if you see a list of different topics, that might get you thinking and think, oh, okay, here's here's where I'm really looking for more information, let's start there. Uh, and then if there's other topics, then we have lots of different uh, other resources to point them towards. And uh, again, there are other options as well if people are looking for in-person kinds of training. There are going to be many parents listening to or watching this interview who perhaps have not been thorough in their financial literacy education at home. Many of us can certainly relate to that on some level. Now, what would you say would be a suitable place to start if, for example, they have a child at home who has gone off to university, is about to leave the home for the first time, and is now expected to manage their own money, their own budget, potentially in a new city and new surroundings? 
There's a couple of different places to start. So one is uh, right from the beginning, looking at uh, banking basics uh, and then spending plans, making budgets, things like that. Looking at um, your needs versus your wants and making a spending plan, looking at how to tackle money challenges when that arises. Uh, so lots of different areas to to start with, different entry points, if you will, for starting off with managing your own finances, but lots of different ways to start there that are all found on our, our Money Matters website. Now, along those same lines, young adults, older adults, certainly we are all feeling the effects of soaring inflation. We're hearing about a potential recession, some experts saying it's already underway. What would you say is important for adults of all ages to understand about the current economic climate as it relates to being financially literate? There are different ways to address uh, downturn in economic times. And so knowing that we, we can't actually influence the economy ourselves as individuals, we can look at our own personal household expenses and uh, incomes. So there's two ways to address it. You can either increase the money coming in, so that's different uh, sources of income, or you can look at what's going out, and that's managing your expenses and debt load and things like that. So making sure that you understand the difference between uh, credit versus debit cards and making sure that you understand how to borrow money in a smart way, how to how to shop in a smart way and uh, ways that you can motivate yourself and others in your household to stick to a budget or to save money. Uh, many different aspects of this come into play, but it's, it's managing the income and the outgoing at the same time, depending on your circumstances and what's available to you. You made a key point earlier in this interview, which was around the importance of understanding the distinction between needs versus wants. I wonder if we could drill down on that concept a bit more, especially for parents, many of whom often find it particularly challenging these days, saying no to their children. Could you paint a picture for us about how important distinguishing between needs and wants and having your child understand that distinction is as it relates to financial literacy? So when we talk about needs versus wants, we're talking about those things that are, are required, things that you need to survive. So shelter, housing, uh, food and uh, clothing, transportation, some kind normally. So there's many things that we, we need in order to live and work and uh, continue on in a way that is conducive to our uh, absolute basic lifestyle. And then there are wants, which are the things that are desirable, but not actually necessary or required for, for living. So these are things that we would like to have. They're desirable, but uh, those are extra things once you have your basic needs met. And these are difficult concepts. Even for adults, these are difficult concepts because so many things are tempting to us when we see them. So much advertising out there, so much aimed at children and urging them to buy this, buy that. And, uh, you know, we're bombarded from the time we are very small to uh, think about purchasing, to think about spending. And we have to think about ourselves first and what's important to us. 
and to make those priorities. And so that that is a life lesson, but that is something that does need to be started very young in order to to help children, especially understand the differences and why we need to prioritize spending on this versus that. Alison Howard, Executive Director of ABC Life Literacy Canada, is our guest, and we are peeling back the layers on what it means to be financially literate. I'm Leanne Castellino. This is Where Parents Talk on 105.9 The Region. Now, be sure to catch the full video version of this interview, as well as more about today's topic and guest on whereparentstalk.com. Alison, many would argue that a key source of mixed messaging these days is government in many ways. We continue to see rising deficits, increased debt, borrowing more than we have to spend, all for specific reasons. They're all taking place. And so how do you counter that type of behavior, which is pervasive at sort of the highest levels, when you might be trying at the same time to teach your kids the opposite approach at home? There are lots of different uh, pieces of information that do come out from from government if you're talking from a policy side. So yes, there's there's the economy and here's what the economy is doing. Uh, but separate from that, there are also lots of incentives that are provided by government to help individuals and households to manage their money and to save money. For instance, um, one of the aspects of teaching children and young adults is about savings accounts and how this helps your money grow over time. So understanding what interest is, is is part of that conversation. But there's also other types of accounts such as registered savings plans and that helps uh, children who grow up to be students in uh, perhaps in higher learning, but also adults as well. And it helps parents to help them save for future education plans. So there's a, there are tax-free savings accounts, but there are also registered accounts, such as Registered Education Savings Plan, or ESP, Canada Learning Bond, Canada Education Savings Grants. And these are the types of programs that are they're registered with the government of Canada and they offer tax benefits and sometimes money bonuses to help families meet their future education needs. Let's talk about one aspect of something that you just touched on there, which is about confidence in terms of the confidence that people have with their money and with their with their financial literacy themselves. How much is confidence a factor on this topic? It's huge. And it's actually a it, it's almost it's the most important component of all literacy programs. All of our literacy programs, that is the the top goal that we are looking for in terms of impacts is to say, did you gain confidence? Do you feel better? Did this reduce your anxiety when it comes to addressing this topic? And it does a lot of things. If you improve someone's confidence, not only does it reduce their anxiety, but it also helps them see themselves as learners. So it helps them take that next step and the next one after that to continue learning, to continue asking questions and continuing to absorb more information and be open to new ways of thinking. We've talked about ABC Life Literacy Canada's mission as being one that supports organizations that promote adult learning. What are some of the organizations that you work with in the sphere of financial literacy? So we have partnerships all across Canada with organizations that help us to deliver workshops and uh, 
promote the availability of our materials. So I'll just give you a few examples in the Toronto area. Some of our community partners include the Agincourt Community Services Association, the Newcomer Centre, the Balance for Blind Adults, Epilepsy Toronto, Jesse Centre, Newcomer Women's Services Toronto, Seneca College, St. Stephen's Community House, uh, the Native Youth Resource Centre, uh, Wig Women Incorporated, and many of these offer the they offer in-person workshops, and um, they're great places to go to to get some help and support. With respect to your own household, Allison, we talked about the fact that you are a mom yourself and you've got a 12-year-old daughter. I'm curious as to what financial education looks like in your own home. It's an ongoing conversation. <laughs> um, certainly, uh, when you have a child that's at that age, when, as I say, you've had lots of advertising pushed towards them, and there's that uh, influence from peers and from uh, other relatives who might be a little bit older, and just all those different conversations that are on an ongoing basis. So. It's um, it's an interesting age because there's an understanding of the wants, definitely, and some, I would say, beginning understanding of interest rates and things like that. There's also that discussion where you have the opportunity to show young people the importance of work and that time equals money, that uh, working and planning ahead for the things that you want to buy. So those purchase decisions being based on spending plans and on budgeting and thinking ahead. So those are lots of topics that come up in our household and they are they are ongoing conversations. And I expect they will be for some time, but there's that uh, beginning understanding of this is a larger picture of the world than I had originally envisioned. And uh, now I've got to find my place in it and see where I fit in. Allison, what would you say to somebody who maybe just says, you know what, I've got a job, I live paycheck to paycheck, I'm, you know, I'm pretty frugal, I don't waste money, I, I don't really need to be concerned about financial literacy. What would you say to that person about why financial literacy, regardless of what your background, socioeconomic, demographic, etc., is, why is financial literacy important? It's important because it represents stability in our lives and we don't know what tomorrow will bring, whether that's a change in the economy, a change in our employment, uh, a change in our health that might result in a change of employment or in our expenses. And there are other topics as well that are related that are important at any age. So for example, how to avoid financial scams how to avoid uh, phishing, how to identify people who maybe don't have your best interests at heart when they're asking you for money. So lots of those topics too also fall under financial literacy. And it's good to understand that this is a topic that is going to impact you throughout your life and there are always new things to learn. Any final thoughts that you could provide for parents who might be tuning in or listening as it relates to how they can go about to successfully uh, teach their kids about money management? Modeling good money management is probably the best way to share those learnings with children. Uh, children watch everything that we do, and it's very much uh, do as I say and as I do. 
kind of situation. So we want to make sure that we are showing and teaching children the right things to do, but also that we are modeling it for them and that they see that this is something we really believe is important and that we we understand the struggles with it, but we will help them and we will do it together. Alison Howard, Executive Director of ABC Life Literacy Canada, thank you so much for your time and your insight today. Thank you. And that is our show for this week. Remember, you can catch the full video version of this interview and learn more about today's guests at whereparentstalk.com. I'm Leanne Castellino. Thank you so much for listening and hope you'll join us next time. Sign up for Leanne's parenting newsletter and so much more at whereparentstalk.com. This is Where Parents Talk on 105.9 The Region.